We're not doing a cold open again, okay? No way, never again. Forget that crap. Cue it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartores, and I'm happy to have you here with me today in the booth. Dude, it's a falsetto day. It's a falsetto day. No pun intended. Look at the season. Um, Right off the bat, dude, real quick, let me address something. Last episode, uh, I talked about you know, my clumsiness and, and I have a lot of trouble with, with, you know, hurting myself, pain in particular. And I titled the episode pain and it was a very fitting title. It was very good at the time. I thought that was very nice. You know, it's, I had, I experienced a lot of pain. Let me, you know, title it pain. However, as I was going to sleep that night, I started looking back on some episodes. I was like, man, something just feels wrong. Something feels weird. It feels repetitive. It feels deja vu. Something's happening. And I looked back and just a few weeks ago, I made an episode called So Much Pain. So I don't know what that speaks for me if I'm just constantly hurting myself more than I even know. But I also wanted to say, I'm sorry, guys, because I live every single episode to give you the best. Not, I mean, the episode was great, but I mean the titles, dude. Naming things is what I'm great at. And I don't want you to think I'm sort of some sort of podcast hack, right? Like I just can't come up with great titles every single week because I can. But it is in the past. I can't change it now. But I just wanted to say I am aware of it and it will not, it will never happen again going forward okay I will not stand for this um but yeah I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that and it's also a little bit embarrassing on my my part not just because of the thing but because I do keep hurting myself and <laughs> the day is no different okay we've we've talked about pain before but let me tell you an all new story dude this episode's literally just gonna be me saying looks like I did it again ouch I'm just, like as the episodes go on, as we get to like in the the fifties or whatever, I'm just gonna have like bandages wrapped and like up. Uh, I have a, cr- dude, I have a freaking crutch. Is that not for like I showed as so- the very first episode we did with the camera on? I showed that off. Was that not foreshadowing? Holy crap! This podcast is deeper than even I know. Anyways, let me relax a minute and just uh, and just tell you it, it's not a complicated story. It's uh, it's it's just something quick and a little bit embarrassing. And it's been going on for a long time. Dude. I've been experiencing the same pain because I did something stupid. Now this was back in May. I was uh, you know, I was trying to do a little a little ninja move, a little capoeira. I think is how you say it. Um, it's a little stinks. It's it's basically like it's a sitting backflip, right? You kind of sit there and you just kind of do a backflip. It's supposed to look cool and graceful and and all the things that I probably shouldn't be trying to do. Graceful and elegance is in my bag. Um, so this move is called the macaco. I don't know. Should I be trying a move that I cannot pronounce properly? Probably not. But I did it anyway. And I got the clip for you. And if I don't have the clip, I apologize because I'm just going to point to a part of the screen and say, hey, watch this. Um, and if it doesn't play, I'm embarrassed. But I got a feeling that my my inner sense of holding on to random clips of me getting hurt will come through. So check this out. This is what this is, I did this real quick. This was a a okay take it's not exactly how it's supposed to look but this was me trying to it looks right there bang pretty cool right now 
it wasn't a perfect rap, dude. It was I wasn't doing it perfect. I wasn't doing it as smooth and freaking ninja-like as I'd want it to be. So I kept doing it. I kept practicing. I kept trying to really get the flip, right? It looks cool. It looks great. Um, but I had no practice. I had no idea what I was doing. I literally just sat down. I was like, ah, oh, let me give it a shot. And I did it pretty good on my first try. So let's just watch this next clip real quick. Okay, so I don't know if I timed that right. I don't know how long that video is. I, like I said, I don't even know if I have the clips. And if they don't, I'm embarrassed. But I have a good feeling that I came through. I always do. Um, but as I did that flip, um, and I should have prefaced it before you watched the video, but as I did the flip, my foot smacks a wooden table, dude. My foot comes down backwards. My toes, my freaking right above the metatarsals, my tolanges, dude, crack into this wooden table so hard with all the force of the backflip, and then I hit that, and then my toes land in an even horrible position, even more horrible position, and then I fall down, and my back goes in a different corner of a table, and it was just a, it was a really hard thing to do, and now with that information, let's watch it again, just, just so you can kind of get a feel of what really did happen. So bad. So anyways, that was back in May. Um, and that's just a regular routine for me. You know, I'm not going to over-exaggerate and say it's the worst things ever happened. You know, this is a pretty routine day. Okay. This is like, I do something stupid. I, I look up, I see something. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how it's pronounced. Let me try it. And I get hurt in the process. So that happened in May and the pain is not completely gone away yet. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do to, um, to get rid of it, but there's something like you're on your toes all the time, dude. I'm constantly on my feet, dude. And and I can't I can't figure out how to get rid of it. But they it's been like okay. It's been it's been okay. Like it's been okay. It's been okay. Like I could walk and whatever. But today I was working. I was working and as soon as I well actually it was before I even started working. I got out of the car to go and you know start working, right? And as soon as I start taking a step, something like I feel the crunch, dude. I feel the crunch in my bone. Now, I didn't do anything clumsy here. This is just the pain just reacting. It was like, hi, nice, oh. And I don't even know what the language is, but it's got to be in some sort of, you know, foreign thing that doesn't even exist anymore. It means, ow, my toes, probably. Somewhere out there. There's a lot of languages, guys. Um, but anyways, I felt that, and, and I realized, and I've been racking my brain since it happened, and I realized probably about 20 minutes ago, that I know how I re-injured it, dude. I re-injured them again doing the macaco. I don't have a clip for you, but I just remembered right before I came down to do the podcast, I was going to say I just got hurt mysteriously and, you know, horrible, you know, anti-miraculously, uh, just moving around. But I didn't. I was doing the macaco again last night, and I forgot that's how it happened because it was right after that I was feeling the pain, dude. So I just wanted to say that that lessons cannot be learned if you are not smart enough to understand them. So hopefully me addressing this and putting it on, you know, online in a podcast will help me really come uh, full circle and come to grips with who I am and who I want to be. Uh, in the world. But anyways, I just wanted to say there's a lot of pain that's going around. Macaco. Um, anyways... Uh, what's going on? What else has been happening? A, oh yeah, while I was working, dude, I was working, I went to go help my grandparents, right? They needed some leaves. 
and it was fine, dude. It was it was just uh you know doing leaves on a windy day is you know not always the coolest idea that anyone's ever had. It just is what it is, dude. Leaves are light, wind, you know, I don't, it doesn't really have a weight, but it's, it knows how to interrupt, dude. It's just like that freaking annoying kid who just wants to keep poking you. She's like, dude, let me work, dude. Let me work. I was that kid. I was the little brother. They're like, hey, can I just, and like, hey. Um, but anyways, dude, I keep closing this thing and I can't keep it open and I don't like looking down over again. Um, but yeah. That's all I really had to say about that. Work was fine. It was quick. I banged it out because, like, I got to get home here and do a podcast. So I rushed, and that's why my hair is wet as well, dude, because I took a shower because I was dirty. Because who's got two thumbs and loves working in the wind? Nobody, dude. Nobody. Lucifer? I have no idea. It sucks. But I was working hard, and I got it done for y'all. Um, and that was, that was, yeah, that was for my grandparents. And I got paid. Dude, you know what's something funny? This is, <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone else had this or this was a normal experience, but you know when you would go do something for somebody, a little job as a kid, and it's like, oh, it's not the biggest, hardest, you know, thing you could do. It's not a huge ordeal. It's not a huge event. Um, if it's like under three hours or something, and and your grandma would give you money, and then your dad would be like, hey. Give that back, dude. He doesn't need any money for that. You shouldn't be accepting money from family like that. So growing up, I would do stuff like a chore for my grandma. Like, oh, can you help clean up the, the leaves or, you know, the sticks or whatever? And help me clean up or help me move this furniture. And like, hey, hey, boy, I have $20. And, you know, it's not exactly what she sounded like, but it's kind of close. Um, And then I would like, oh, thank, thanks, thanks, grandma. And then my dad would be like, give me that. Here, you can have it. He doesn't need any money. And they weren't trying to be mean. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But this was more so to lessen that you shouldn't be paid every time you help somebody. You should be able to just help, um, you know, your family need as they do so. So, I was taught at a young age that when your family's trying to offer you money for these things, you decline it. Um, now, this was before I had mastered the art of being genuine, right? So they would be like, hey, here's here's your money for something. And then I would say, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. And I take the money, right? I just like, I just say the words that I'm supposed to say, like, okay, just decline the money. If they keep giving it to you, then you can have it, right? That's what they say. And um, so they give me the money. I'd say, okay, say what your dad told you. Like, oh, grandma, you don't have to do that. Oh, you do, seriously, it's it's not a big deal at all. I can, I'll do this anytime you want. Oh, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't being genuine. I was just saying the words and going through the motions that you were supposed to. And eventually I evolved and I progressed into being, you know, super generous and kind. So I would, I would take the money, like 11 or 12 years old. And I'd say, you know, grandma, it's, 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 I can't accept this. It's not a big deal here. And that moment, dude, that moment when you extend your hand of all the money, everything you just worked for. I know it wasn't a big deal, but to me it was, dude. I just worked. I was like, I just deserve this. Hey, Grandma, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're family. And I would pray, dude. It was like the longest second of your life waiting for her to say, no, sweetheart, take the money. But when you say, it's just like, and then she would get the money and everything was okay, dude. And everything was good. But yeah, it was uh it was always so stressful, man. I hated that and it was uh it is what it is. But yeah, I just I wasn't I wasn't genuine when I first started doing it. I've gotten better at it and and at, now I just don't do it anymore. 
Um, because I freaking earned that money, dude. The wind was blowing. The wind was blowing. I earned that. So now they're like, hey, here's some money. I'm like, thank you, sir. I appreciate your service. I mean, you appreciate mine, but, you know, equal transaction. We are equals on this playing field. But anyways, love you, Grandma. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I've evolved to the point of greed. So it's, you know, you, you evolve and you progress in life uh, as you see fit. Uh, what else, what else is uh, what else has been happening? Uh, I got a little bit of facial hair here. This isn't really a no shave November ask deal, you know. It's not a Movember. I'm not doing a mustache. Um, this is really just a day or two. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. I, I I would like to participate in in one of those things. I know it's for a good cause, and you're bringing you're bringing awareness. And the problem is is that like during the holidays, during the time that you are supposed to do this, or you know bring up all the facial hair is is the holiday season where there's a lot of photos now my mom would cry if all four of her boys had mustaches through all the thanksgiving photos and all the novembers there's events it's their anniversary like there's just a lot of family photos there's things that go on through november specifically now if all four of her boys and her husband so if she was just surrounded by these freaking five yosemite sands uh she would cry and she'd be devastated so uh, I will not be participating, but I, I, you know, I do it in like January or whatever, and I, I still bring awareness in all the ways that possible, but, okay, you know what, fine, I'm lying, that's not the reason, it's not for my, I like to be clean shaven, is it just, is it such a crime, dude, I got a nice face, I might as well show it off, but anyway, um, you know, I'm lying, it's whatever, we'll just, we'll move on as we see fit, but it is a little bit, it is a little part of it that I'm like, okay, you know, you should, you should be looking, okay, for something like Thanksgiving or, or whatever, but it's, 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 it's a hard time, why, why do it No Shave November, like, why not do it in March, nothing happens in March, dude, what's going on in March, name something you're doing in April, nothing, maybe Easter, maybe, but, uh, yeah, there's just, it's a, it's a, it's a bad time to do that. But I guess if you're going to do it, you do it in the cold, do it in January, you know, do it in the winter. I don't listen this is, I'm giving it way more thought than it deserves to have. But I just wanted to say that this is me. I'm participating for now, dude. I'm giving it my, my two cents, my two days. And I would like to politely back out. And I think I can because, you know, they're bringing, bringing it to, uh, you know, a, a worthy cause and I will contribute in a different way. Uh, sad. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but anyways, what else is, uh, what else has been going on? Oh, dude, speaking of cold, speaking of cold, why you need a beard right now. Actually, it would be really handy, but shorts, shorts have expired guys. Shorts have expired going forward. We just witnessed our first snow and I don't mean just like a little light dust and like a sprinkle. We got hit with a heavy snow, quick, fat toss of dandruff out of the skies. And uh, I did not see it coming. I did not know this was going to happen. And I'm rocking my shorts on the day-to-day. And I'm sitting in a leather-seated car, dude. So I was not happy. Thighs are frozen. And I just wanted to say that now out loud for everybody. Do not wear shorts. It's done. There's no going back. In Ohio, once you hit that point, you cannot come back until May. That's when the sun comes out. Um, So, again, any time between there and then, that's when you can grow a beard. But... Yeah, shorts have expired. I'm sad about it, but I do I do like the snow, guys. I like the snow, and now you can really... I don't have the Christmas lights up here anymore, but like I was saying, it is kind of coming around, and when the snow hit, I let that freaking Christmas spirit rise up, and I made a lot of cookies, and I ate all of them. But, uh, yeah, 
I don't know what the point of that is, but don't do everything I say doesn't really have a lesson or a point. Um, it's really just me talking and trying to hold myself accountable. So I don't do the macaco anymore. Uh, what else is this? What else is this? Dude, if my phone would just act right and act for real, we could get through what I'm trying to say a little bit easier. But, um, what, see this, I, this is why I need notes. Cause even, even when I look at them, I look up and I go, what did I just say? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've been watching, I've been watching dogs, dude. I've been watching dogs again. Um, this has been an ongoing theme with the podcast, but I'm doing it again. Right. My, my brother and his wife are out on their honeymoon and they needed someone to watch the canines and they say, Hey, you know, put on a cape. I said, I already got one on. And I went to go let these dogs out. I went to go sit with them and, you know, and pray with them. And, you know, we had dinner together and we were, we were a nice, happy family. But the thing about dogs is, they make me realize how irresponsible I really am. And I don't mean like irresponsible, but not ready for uh, responsibility. And so this dog, this dog needs medicine, you know, three or four times a day, late in the night, early in the morning, you're getting up and getting down and going back around. And these dogs also have like fighting problems. So I'm constantly trying to do other things and make all these cookies, but also, you know, watch these dogs and make sure everything goes right. Because, you know, uh, I want to get paid a fair amount. <laughs> I'm not going to hand my money back to my brother. He gives that to me. Like I said, Hi-ya! Um, but anyways, these dogs make me realize that you know, there is, there is some responsibility in life and it's probably a lesson I shouldn't be learning right now, but it just makes me think about like, as a parent, dude, like my mom, like how, or my dad as well, you know, he did things. Um, he's giving that, giving that money, boy. (laughs) Hey, you want some 20 bucks? Give me that. Take it outside. But no, my dad, my dad was great. Both my parents, um, I'm just making jokes. I sometimes I worry like I'm accidentally making a joke on it. Like, holy crap, does Dad really never let him get paid for anything? I am over exaggerating, guys. I'm embellishing, dude. That's what I do. And this is too itchy, dude. Two days is too much. Um, but anyways, yeah, you just you think as like a parent, just even giving this kid this this dog, giving this dog is this medicine and the food and, and just keep an eye out, like a loose eye, dude. Like just kind of like barely paying attention is a lot of work for me. Um, because if you don't give them medicine, they die, right? And that's kind of on equal level of a, of a kid, dude. You don't feed this kid. You don't take care of him. You don't put him, you know, kids don't know what to do. This dog doesn't know what to do. And I just have more respect for, uh, you know, parents, I guess, in, in, in a weird, in a weird way that watching this dog, I go, dang, I could never, ever handle that. And maybe some of you are like, yeah, you know, I guess when you have a kid, you're flying around, you blah, blah, dude, I can barely take care of a dog. So... I just want to say thank you again to my mother. And also, I'm a handful. Look at me, dude. Look at me. I get hurt every single day. Um, but yeah, just uh, it's it's a nice little twist of perspective where I go, hey, wow, this is uh, hard. And also, how did anyone do anything with me? Um, but anyways, I'm saying but anyways a lot. I'm moving quickly through everything I say because I don't know what I'm going to say next. But yes, I, I do thank you and I respect my mom. There's no joke there. I just want to say, wow, this is kind of a twist. And it's supposed to be funny for you to say he's 22 years old and he's watching a dog and just realizing that you have to be held accountable for your actions, basically. And that's supposed to make you feel sorry for me, but also laugh at me. So there's the comedy for you. I don't like having to explain it, but sometimes when it's loose and kind of, you know, all over the place, I do have to point it out. But anyways... Yes, thank you, Mom. And that's why I don't have a mustache through November. It's for my mom, dude, because she somehow managed to handle, you know, all of us. We're crazy. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Your poor mom. Hey, how many brothers do you have? I have three. Four boys? Oh, yeah. Your poor mother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a lot. But it's, it's been nice. It's been weird. It's been weird staying alone for, like, a whole week. Um, like I said, I have a big family. I'm used to being around my family. I'm used to all the noise, dude. Like, puppy, hey, this is noise is going here. This is happening here. I like that, dude. I'm used to it. So I sleep with a TV on when I'm over there. Or I have just noise. Or I'm just, I just turn the dishwasher on. Um, I just, I've grown accustomed to the sound of chaos in a way. And I miss that. So, <laughs> you know, and I talked about the last week how I just hated being out in the cold. And just a second ago, I was like, I got, I was wearing shorts. It snowed. Hate the cold. All the time. Hate the, It's so, like, I love the cold. Hate to be in the cold. There's a difference. Um, but I was talking about how my mom and dad keep the thermostat so freaking low, dude. So when I got there, I saw this thing and I was like, oh, I control the weather now. This thermostat, it will bow down to me. I will crank it up to 70 degrees and it's all mine, dude. And I cranked it up and I was like, this is warm. But it's too comfortable, dude. I I like to be uncomfortable, dude. In a way, I realize that I've kind of grown accustomed to feeling, you know, upset and pain. And that's probably why I keep getting hurt, dude. I have no idea. Subconsciously, I might like failing. I have no idea. There might be some sort of psychology there. I took psychology in college. I'll diagnose myself later. But I would say that there is something that to the chaos part of you know, being around so much noise and, and problems that doing to myself makes me feel closer to my family in a way. So that's a little, you know, that's a free lesson for you if you have a similar issue as me. So anyways, I did not like it. So I cranked it back down. I cranked the freaking, I was freezing and I had full control of it. And I was sitting there like this, shivering, wearing shorts. And I was going, why am I doing this? And I just thought, I love my family. <laughs> I don't know why they keep it so cold. Like, I honestly, I wish they kept it warmer so then I could keep it warmer and also feel closer to them. But this was just how I could, this is how I missed them. So I was like, hey, <sighs> it feels like home, just like mama used to make a freezing house. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know what the, I don't know what the cold is, but I've been doing it. I've been okay. It's, it's just, yeah, it is weird. It's weird to be on your own, especially when you have a big family, especially when you're used to so much and you're like, okay, what do I do? What do I do now besides make sure this dog doesn't die, eat a lot of cookies, and remember to shave? There's not a lot. There's not a lot going on, especially because I didn't have the mic. I couldn't even do any of my auditions. I, I got nothing over there, dude. Um, But, yeah, it's uh, it's neat. I'm good. I, I mean, I am responsible in a way. Here, oh, dude, you want to hear something else about good responsibility? I freaking the toilet seat. I never pee on the seat, lift it up, and when I'm done, I put it back down, dude. No one's there but me, and I'm still crushing it. That's how well I was raised, guys. That's how responsible and awesome I am. And uh, and truth be told, I was just talking to my mom about this, though. I did not know that you were supposed to put the toilet seat back down to like a couple years ago. And she was like, what? I've been preaching that thing for hours and years and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I always thought the whole thing was don't pee on the seat. Don't pee on the seat. Because, you know, with all the boys, they'd be like, I can make it. And they'd pee on the seat. And then they'd get, you know, pull their ears and uppercut. Um... But yeah, I uh, I always thought you were just weren't supposed to pee on the seat. So I was like, hey, never pee on the seat. Everything's okay. And I didn't even hear the other part that you put it back down because apparently people you know fall in or whatever. I don't know what they do. But anyways, I was I was shocked when I heard that you were supposed to put it back down. I didn't get it until I watched I watched my brother and his girlfriend and she freaking lit him up because he didn't put it back down. I was like, holy crap, dude. 
a good thing it's him and not me. I was, and then my mom got in on there like, hey, yeah, you freaking, what up, dude? What's up? What's the matter with you, you little punk? Huh? I want to put the seat back down. I was like, oh my gosh, that could have been me. Because I wouldn't be, I, here's the thing. The reason I've never been caught with it, I mean, every once in a while, but uh, the reason I was never caught is because I put the toilet seat down, but not for anyone else. I like to tip the seat down and just smack it, and it goes, and I like the loud noise, dude, because it makes me think of home, dude. I like the chaos. I like, you know, at 3 a.m., I like the sound of knocking that thing over. So I've always done it, but not because I knew I was supposed to. But now, I mean, you know, the past few years, I do it because I'm supposed to, and also, you know, I like Okay, I like the noise, dude. Go, go, go. And maybe it'll break one day. I have no idea. Um, wouldn't that be a backfire if someone woke up from that and they're like, yeah, you guys put the seat down. Yes, but anyways, I, the point is I've been raised right. Thank you, Mom. And I will not have a mustache for you. This is not Mother's Day, but it might as well be. That's kind of what the holidays are, or at least the photos. Look good for your mom's photos, guys. That's, that's an important lesson that there's so many family photos taken every year. And everyone complains and everyone hates them because I guess they're never right. <laughs> um, but there's only so many and they like to have them right and take a good photo. Now, I'm kind of photogenic. I look good in all photos, so I never had to worry about it. But yeah, look at that. Look at that. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing with the podcast, guys. I gotta go back and give this dog his medicine. So, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you guys being here. I will be back next week, which is one day before Thanksgiving. Good thing I'm recording this episode actually a day early because it'll actually be one week before the Thanksgiving episode. You don't even know what I just said, but I guess, like, if you were in my brain, it would make sense, but you didn't take psychology in college. So, anyways, I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna go make some cookies and feed a dog so he doesn't die. <laughs>